Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Welcome to the Girl CEO Podcast, the playground for female entrepreneurs. My name is Ronnie Brown, and I'm the author of Amazon's best-selling book, From Mopping Floors to Making Millions, and was once a teen mom to a millionaire business mentor. I created my Girl CEO community for women like you. Girl CEO, you are a trailblazer, a creative, an innovator, a boss, and a woman who knows that she deserves more. Join me each week while we uncover what it truly takes to be your own boss and become a successful girl CEO. And don't worry, sis, I got you. Hey, everyone. All right. As we are waiting for Laura to join us, I want everyone to drop their name and where you all are tuning in from. Today is Thursday, so let's get this energy right. Are you guys excited that tomorrow's Friday? I don't know if we are going anywhere, anything is going on, but I'm feeling super pumped because it is Thursday and tomorrow's Friday, but I'm really excited about this. All right. Can you hear me, Lord? Yes, I hear you. Hello. How y'all doing? Hi. Hello. Yes, it's Wednesday. I just knew it was Thursday. Okay. Let me come back down reality. Well, first things first, let's get our energy going because it's Wednesday and we are two days away from Friday. All right. Two days. So that's a big deal. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, today we are going to talk a little bit about finances, budgeting, saving, investing your money, and all things points. I don't know about you all, but I am really big on helping the ladies get to their coins. I'm Ronnie, by the way. All right. And I'm the <laughs> founder and the owner of Girl CLE. And with me, I have Laura Foods, who is one of our members of the Girl CLE community. She's actually hey, everybody. <laughs> our family members have probably been on board with us for about how long have you been a member, Laura? About At least two years. But I think, like I said, I know I've been following you or going to events since it's been a while now. So I think I've been a part of the group for the full two years. Whenever you launched it, I've been there. <laughs> yes. And Laura has been supporting and just coming out to everything that we had going on for just so many years. And she got involved I've actually had an opportunity to work with Laura personally and just really help her just do a facelift to her branding. So I'm so proud of you, Laura. Everything has changed. She just looks so amazing. But today we are talking finances. We are talking saving. We are talking budgeting. And we are in the midst of a pandemic. And I thought that this would be a really, really 
important conversation. So let's start off with you telling everyone who you are and mm-hmm. what you do. Okay. Thank you for having me, Ronnie, and all the girl CEOs. I'm glad to be here. My name is Laura Foos. I'm the CEO and owner of Foos Financial Services, mainly focusing on tax preparation. But of course, then, you know, with clients that does get into other things, like Ronnie said, as far as coaching them on budgeting, savings, building credit, building wealth, and it extends to all of those areas as well. I also own a local hair salon, Salon Couture. I do some real estate investing. So just as we're saying right now, we're always talking about multiple streams of income, of course. And as you can tell, I'm at work in my corporate office at the moment. So don't mind the background photos. (laughs) Well, the great thing that people need to also know is that Laura is an actual accountant. She has her degree in accounting and she actually does accounting in corporate America as well. So this is something that Laura has done for many years. She's actually an expert in accounting. She works for corporate companies doing their accounting as well. So I'm really, really excited because I know that you have the experience, the credibility, and the expertise in this area. So let's jump in. First thing first, we are in the middle of an entire pandemic. It's been crazy. I don't know about you. But never in a million years would I have thought that this would be going on right now and I would be locked up in my house uh, just making it happen and just continuing to just kind of figure out what life is going to look like. I'm hearing a lot of people say, well, 2021 will be your year. 2020 is done. And I'm just like, I'm not claiming that. That is no situation. I'm not believing it. I believe that you can still get your paper this year, that you could still launch your business this year, that you could still be successful this year, and that it doesn't matter what happened, that nothing can stop you. So do you think that it's too late to start saving money or investing in a business right now? I know we're hearing so much stuff on the news, stocks are down, blah, blah, blah. What do you think? Well, and I think I posted about it a couple of weeks, especially because most on here are girl CEOs or women in business. And I had even made the post a couple of weeks ago. I mean, think because we have been stuck at home. Think about how much money we've been saving, you know, because we haven't been doing all, you know, the hair, the nails, the other things that we're spending money on. So I am really thinking that people are going to come out of this pandemic Unfortunately, I know that we have some people who have been sick and even passed away because of this and prayers for those families that are going through this. But I think for others of us, if we are being intentional about this, I think that we're getting this stimulus money, that we're being resourceful of creating other new streams of income and we're saving money. So a lot of people, I mean, I still thankfully knock on wood. I mean, my business, I still come to work every day. So I have not had a quarantine nap yet. I'm waiting for a quarantine nap. So I still, I mean, I've been coming to work every day. We still have to come to work every day because of the industry that my corporate career is in. We still come to work every day. Taxes, I still get, every time I make a post, I get DMs about someone needing taxes done. People are still buying from boutiques. People are just maybe a little more cautious in spending, but people are still spending money and we are still saving money. So I think for those that are being intentional about this, I think that you can come out way ahead during this pandemic. For sure. For sure. And, you know, I am telling the women in the Girl CEO community that this is the time that you should still launch that business because I'm launching this year and I'm not waiting. Yes, we can't wait. My, yes, we need. Yes, I need it. <laughs> I need it. I'm, I'm launching in 2021. I mean, in 2020. 
and Girl CEO has continued to grow and in 2020. So I think that one of the things that I also want to just put out there to our Girl CEOs who are watching this today is that your mindset and what you tell yourself becomes your reality. So today I want y'all to get it together, you know, get your glass of water, put your lemon in it. And I want you to just take a sip and I want you to redirect your thoughts and say, no, 2020 is still going to be my year. I'm still going to get this paper. Yes. And even I think that this part, just like you're telling us now to continue to grow and launch because people are at home. A lot of people besides me still getting up and coming to work. A lot of people are at home and what are they doing? They're scrolling and watching. So that's why, like you said, you continue to push me. And now that I started doing the videos of keeping people in the know, and yeah. I say every day, you're, you know, your favorite tax preparer, keeping you in the know. But people have been sharing those videos like crazy because they're home. So people are still looking for us to solve their problems and help them with things. But even more so, hopefully for all of us, this has really, I think the accountability, because I started in the Okay, I'm like 100 pounds, so I've never been really a big self-care person. However, if you are watching my stories, I've really gotten into this self-care or more healthy, you know, so I've been talking about being a fit friend, whether it be financially, physically, mentally, spiritually. And now my story is how I got involved with this, a whole group of us that post every day our smoothies, who's active, who's doing this. And every day people are telling me the healthy things to add. So I feel like our interaction has even grown so much more. And like the girl CEO, this having a group of accountability partners, like I would be doing, yes, like I wouldn't be doing a fucking smoothie in real life if I didn't have people every day posting. And now it's a game like, oh no, I have to post mine first. Yes. Or like the girl CEOs, you know, if they're active, you have to be active because they're holding you accountable. So I think that groups like the Girl CEO and my smoothie group and all of those things are helping us during this time stay active and not fall into like a depression. A lot of people maybe are home alone. Yeah. And that I do see that you can maybe fall into a depression. Like I'm home alone. Sydney decided to stay in Philly in school. So I'm home alone. So y'all are my, my Instagram is like my only friends. <laughs> they are friends. They friends. And you know. We're, I'm right there with you, you guys. So I started, of course, my journey is my weight loss. You know, I had gained a whole lot of weight, right? I had got up to my 176 and I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm about to be 180. All my life, I've been like 125, 130. But when you're sitting in the office and you're running around and you're doing your business and you're eating on the go, it can happen to you overnight. So we, you know, I started doing my smoothies. I started juicing and I started posting it. And it actually encouraged so many other women to yes. get on it. But can we just, let's get to the financial side of this as well. Yes. Since I've been home, I have saved so much money. When I tell you that I've saved so much money because I have not been eating out and I've been yes. saving and cooking and preparing my own food and things like that, my income and my bank account has started to skyrocket. How many of you all have noticed this about your bank account? Go ahead and drop an emoji in the chat. If you've looked at your bank account and you're like, man, I used to spend about $200 a week eating out. And now that I'm home, I'm saving so much money. Okay. Now let's talk talk a little bit about this, Laura, because we need to get into this coin part. We need to talk about keeping, saving, and investing these coins. 
So the first yes. thing I want to say is, ladies, everyone that's watching this right now, go ahead and invite two people, share this with a friend, tell a friend that they need to hear this because we're going to dig deep into some financial information and really give you all some tools and ways that you can save your money. So, Laura, you're really big on saving. You know, I sat down with you before. Yeah. I got a little secret peek. <laughs> yes. You know all the business. And yeah, I know all your business. You know, I've had the opportunity to really coach you and your brand. So Laura is so organized. Laura <laughs> has everything together. And one day I got to, got to sit down with Laura and I took a peek at her finances. And I said, okay, she has her shit together. All right. <laughs> she has her shit together. She's not out here making bad financial decisions. So Laura, if you could tell our listeners first thing, just one thing they can do, let's start one by one, one thing they can start with to transition into making better financial decisions, what would that be? Which is going to sound cliche, but it really is a mindset. It really is a mindset. Like during this time with my group and in my stories, we started a, a no spin challenge where, because you have to have accountability and it's a mindset. So we started just by a week, not a month, but just a week at a time. What is your goal? And you can do this with yourself. You don't have to tag me. It's on my page, but do it with yourself. Cause this is, and that's why I tell people finances is you against you. No one yes. else. Cause nobody else gives you shit. It is you for your financial freedom and your future moving forward. So it's the mindset that I'm going to do this for me and maybe your children. Mine is I do it for Sid the kid. But even just that small thing of starting just by a week of how many days, like you said, could we not spend any extra money? You pay your bills. Yes, that doesn't count. But any extra money, no ordering online Amazon, no ordering DoorDash food and us holding each other accountable. Like, okay, I'm going to do three days. And then somebody's like, oh, well, I'm going to beat you and I'm going to do four days. And look at my chart already did four days. And so making those small transitions for the no spending. And the biggest mistake that I think a lot of people make is they say, okay, I'm going to pay the bills and then I'm going to save money. Y'all know it's never no fucking money left. No. It's never any money left, right? There's never you any fucking money left. You, you yes. Wait two weeks. Yes. So after you pay your bills is the wrong time. You have to create a budget. Do y'all know, let me tell y'all a secret between us, 67% of Americans do not have a budget. So if you don't tell your money where to go, how do I know where to go? Or if you're not writing it down and looking at it, how do you know where to go to have that plan? So first thing I would say is always do a budget, like scribble it on a piece of paper or something. We're working on something. I'm going to help y'all with that for the budgeting. And then pay yourself first, which sounds very cliche. But if you give, you know, your first is the church gets 10%, you better pay yourself 10% first. And that means putting it into the savings. Like pay the church, then pay yourself, then pay the bills. Yeah. Because there's going to be nothing left after you pay the bills, right? First so you have to pay yourself first. So pay first, yourself first. First is you all need a budget, right? And one yes. of the things that I love is inside of our Girl CEO Planner, we actually have a budget and expense page inside of that planner. We can write out what your bills were, what your income was, what your expenses were, and how much you saved. So start with, your budget. That's the first thing. Yes. That's the first thing. And you said mindset. You have to have the mindset to save, the mindset to keep some money in your bank account and you pay yourself and put that savings aside first and then you pay your bills second. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. All right. So yes. second thing, right now, what if you don't make a lot of money, right? What is a nice amount to just start with for? Because we're gonna something that we are gonna that we're incorporating inside of the Girl CEO community is the Win Wednesday. So every week we will have a challenge in our new. Girl CL 2.0 platform I'm really excited about that. Yes, we're but, loving the new platform. <laughs> yes, we're loving the new platform. <laughs> but we're going to start incorporating weekly challenges. So yes. the biggest thing is everyone is on a different level when it comes to the pay grade and what they're bringing in and how they're making. So what is a good amount that you think, okay, everyone can start here? Yes. I think that your first thing that they would tell you to do is start with that $1,000 emergency fund. That's a must because you know, or we all have been there. You know, every time that you think that you are on track, something is going to happen to your car. Something's going to happen to your house. Your children are going to have emergency. There's going to be an emergency. So just like we have insurances for everything else, why do you not have an insurance for your own life issues that are going to come up? So that you're not always stressing. And that's why I tell people, there is no way that I could live a paycheck to paycheck. Like, that's just way too much pressure. That's way too much fucking stress. Like, I want to be just comfortable. I want to know that things are taken care of. So even if you start a little at a time, like we said, we're just, and that's a little bit, even if it's only like your girlfriend, Mia Wright, always says lose $50 a week, like lose it somehow. And just like you said, we could do that right now with skipping going out to eat. So now you could be saving a hundred or $200 a week and you could be to that a thousand dollar emergency fund right away. Yeah. But just at least start with that. And it can, like you said, it's going to be different for everybody. Now, maybe I could say $300 a paycheck and somebody else can maybe say $50 a paycheck. Yeah. But at least you start. The key with anything, and we know from even being in business, like everybody fusses at me, would you just do it now? Like get out of your own way and just start. So then we grow to that $1,000 emergency fund. So we're better prepared when those stressful situations come. So you're saying just start, whether it's $50 or $500, just start somewhere. Yes. Now, where yes. do you put this money? Because that's the second that, the, the second point we need to touch on, because sometimes we put this money aside, and then the next thing we know, the money is getting spent. Now, some of us may have some issues. I've been there. Where do you put it? If you're having an issue with keeping it, once you save it, where does it go? You know, I tell people all the time, we got to, with this thing, because it's us versus us, you have to play mind games with yourself, unfortunately. So sometimes if you are a person that, okay, I have this savings account connected to my checking account so you can transfer it back and forth all day long, then maybe you need to make that savings account at another bank that's not connected to a debit card that you cannot see that cute pair of shoes and transfer it or your girlfriends cannot call you and say, oh, we want to go to, you know, this $300 dinner and you can transfer the money. You have to play mind games with yourself until you can create these disciplines. Now, like I can leave money in account and, never, and just pretend it doesn't even exist anymore. But I know for a lot of people, that's not the case. So to create that mindset, I would be setting up for that first $1,000 emergency fund if I have to. I would put it at another bank that I have to physically drive to Mm. in order to get the money out. Then, of course, as we are getting into having more money, you know, whereas, like I said, so now 
mine is I have a checking account for, so now I'm going to tell y'all all the business, but I have a checking account that's like the spending money. I have another checking account that the bills come out of because once the bills are paid for the month, I pay my bills. I I don't want to have to think about another fucking bill the rest of the month. Like I know the shit is paid and we move on and I don't have to stress or think about it till the next month. Then I have a savings account that is ready accessible if I needed it. And then I do have, hopefully we all think about this too. I always put money into a Christmas savings account. Like, you know, Christmas is coming. I set $50 a check into a Christmas account. So when Christmas comes, that's it. Like, that's all y'all are getting. That's, it's maybe, you know, twelve, thirteen hundred $1,300. What's in there is what y'all get. We're not going into debt over any holidays. But then I have in other banks or like most of my money is in my 401k through work. So hopefully if y'all have a job that gives y'all a 401k, so if some of you all are entrepreneurs and still have corporate jobs and they are giving you that 401k match money, like my company matches 6%, I would be retarded not to be investing (laughs) 6%. That's free money, like free money. And you leave it there until retirement time. But if you need a loan, you can get the loan back. Then I also transfer money to a stock account with JP Morgan Price, Waterhouse, whatever their long ass name is now that they've changed to. And that money, they come and get it automatically. They take it automatically, take it out of my account because every month I would probably not want to send them that money. So they automatically come and get the money. And, and I think that's a good thing. Like having that money automatically snatched out. That is the direction that so many of you are going to have to go in because if they don't snatch yes. the money, you are going to We're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. You're going to, yes. some of us are infatuated with the idea of us having it there. And we want to just see it in the account, right? But the second we see it there, we start to touch it, right? Yes. So we have to get past seeing it. We have to see Well, I do see it. I like seeing it. It's just in those, like those stock investment accounts, which now I know if I call my guy and say, look, I have an emergency. I need you to overnight deposit that money. Then you could, it's still your money, but it's a little harder to get it. So then it makes it, you're not going to just be at the mall and see shoes and transfer the money and buy the shoes. It's a process. What I'm saying is, say if you have $900 in the bank, right? Some of you all just want to see that solid 1000 in that account, right? So if you take that $100 out, right? You're like, oh my gosh, I just want to see this even number, right? <laughs> so what I'm saying is for me, I think that I've worked harder when I see less in there. So I would rather take it out and put it somewhere else. And I don't even, yes. I don't even know that it's there. I'm working harder because I'm working as if it's not there. All right, y'all. Exactly. We act broke. And that's what you know. I post that every broke. day. We have exactly. to act broke because it's a, a mental game with ourselves. And you want everybody else around you. Okay, so nobody on here tell my family and friends, but we want our family and friends to think that we're broke too. Like, don't yeah, ask me don't for shit. And asking for, for loans and asking yeah. for money, right? Uh, my whole crew knows, don't. You need what? Look, you need to go get 10 jobs like I work 10 jobs. No offense to anyone who's not willing to work 10 jobs. But if I can be a single mother and get the fuck up and work 10 jobs, so can you. Don't ask me to borrow shit. It's it's just not happening. I'm not doing it. Unless you want that 25% interest rate that the credit card would charge you. Now, I can work with you or you're willing to pay me 25% or something like that. I would be like a loan shark. 
Yeah. People got another stream of income. I can be a loan shark. But <laughs> no, we're not loaning any money to anyone. Go get a job. Right, so first things first is we need to make sure that we change the mindset. We need to have a mindset of investing. The second thing we yes. need to do is really create an actual budget, meaning how much are you going to save every single month? I hope you are writing this down. I hope you've invited at least two, three, at least two to three friends to this live. Okay. So yep. I want everyone to make a list here. First things first is change the mindset. Second thing, yes. we want to make sure that we create a budget. Okay. The third yes. thing that we need to do is we need to put our money, have our, our money automatically taken out of our account or our budget. All right. Yes. And immediately going into an account that we cannot touch. All right. Yes. <laughs> okay. You all have from yourself. Drop an emoji in the chat. You got it. So you have to hide your money from yourself. I know that sounds crazy, but that's what we have to do because some of you yep. are going to spend it up if you have access to it. So we want to hide the money from yes. ourselves. Okay. Yep. Next thing. Next thing that we do, once we have some money saved up, what is the direction that we need to go in after that more? I think for most of us on here, we're probably girl CEOs and probably how we have gotten money built up is because we are already creating multiple streams of income because we know if you, you know, these day and times, I don't know. And especially if you're a single parent like myself, then you have to have multiple streams because you don't have that partner helping. So of course, now we have to have multiple streams of income. And then maybe we'll get to talking about taxes for the self-employed or that may be another time. So first of all, we already have the multiple streams of income. Then, of course, if anyone has done any research, and hopefully you have, if your goal is to be that millionaire or billionaire, and you've done research on all of them and how they've gotten there, we know that the only time most of all billionaires, that they invest in stocks and they invest in real estate. So in part of that multiple streams of income, the stock money, they are having... Now, I do not individually trade. Now, I do have a TD America trade account on my phone that I put some money in just because I wanted to be able to say that like I own part of Louis Vuitton, Fendi, Hennessy, and all of that. Like, <laughs> you all are drinking it. I own it more. Did you say Hennessy? Did you say yes, Hennessy? Because that's your favorite drink. Yeah, of course. So now every time when I am out and I drink a Hennessy and Coke and I bought Coca-Cola stock, because <laughs> so when we are, when I'm purchasing it, I am now earning money as an investor and earning a dividend. So if you look up the one stock, it's like LVMN. They own all of those brands. That one stock owns all of those brands. So it's not individual. They own all of those high-end things. What is it? Louis Vuitton, Fendi, Fenty, Moet, I think, Hennessy. They own all of that. And then I bought Coca-Cola because, of course, I drink that every day. So I wanted to be able to tell you. not drink Coca-Cola every day, Lord. Not when we're drinking smoothies. We're, we're working against. Look, after 3 p.m. does not count. I'm like healthy no, I, until 3 p.m. Guys, don't listen to Laura. Just to give you a heads up, she's sitting down. And you guys won't be able to. I was going to say that. Look, y'all can't but, see, but I'm, I like 100 pounds. Lord, yeah, wait, so don't listen to me at that. So don't take any fitness, weight loss. Yeah, don't listen to me. Don't listen, listen to about the money. Because Let's she talk is about the money in the shade, right? We just want to stay focused on the money because we cannot talk about drinking smoothies and then talk about drinking Coca-Cola and Hennessy after 3 p.m., Okay. All right. I, be I like to be transparent with, with you all. So what I was saying is, I think, so back to what we were saying. So I think that 
you are investing and they invest in mutual funds. So you invest a small amount of money and they invest it in a large, quite various stocks for you. And you watch it grow. You have to leave it there because like you said, right now, everything's gone down. It goes back up and you leave it there for a long period of time. But you have to gradually begin to make investments. And then real estate, as soon as you can get some money to put down and I'm a quick story, a quick story of life changing story. And this is how I think the whole thing probably started. I purchased my first town home when I was probably like, I don't know, I was pregnant with Sid, right? So purchased my first townhouse. I think I put only put down $4,000. So someone would always tell you when you're investing in real estate, always invest in something that would be their first time, like a condo or a townhouse, because someone is always going to need to rent something for the first time. Someone's always moving out of their parents' house. Someone, unfortunately, is always getting divorced. Someone always has, you're going to always be able to rent a condo or a townhouse. So I got my first townhouse that I lived in, decided when Sydney was four, I was now a single parent. I decided I wanted to do some other things. And I sold the townhouse. And y'all, after only owning the townhouse, I had it for four years, sold the townhouse, took $60,000, $62,000, because I remember the numbers, took that $62,000 and I could have went and purchased one home for myself and then spent the rest of the money on a cute car or bags and all that. I didn't. I took that $62,000, bought myself a home and bought a rental, a real estate investment property. So let's pause right there. Let's pause right there. So you saved up $62,000. No, 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 no. When I purchased the townhome, I only had to put $5,000 down for mm-hmm. through a first home buyer's program. And that Got was it. the equity. And there the was 62000 was the equity. So let's break that part down. Because that's what they need to learn and understand today. Right now, some of you all are going straight for the big dream home. I personally think that is a very big mistake. I'm just being honest with you. That That's your first home should never be your dream home. Your first home should be the home that is affordable, that is simple, that will have equity in it five years down the line, right? Yes. And it's something that would be attractive for another first-time home. Exactly. All right? I learned this, and I'm so glad that I actually followed this blueprint When I started investing into real estate, but the first thing that I did was I bought a first time buyer's home. The mistake that I see so many people make right now is that they immediately start going and looking for this 500, 600, 700, $800,000 home. And that home is going to be a little more difficult to sell when you're in transition. Your mortgage is going to be high as a kite, and it's going to be a very long time before that home actually has equity in it. So what you did was you bought a reasonable, affordable home that wasn't, I'm sure it wasn't 300, 400, 500. It was like 140. It was like $140,000. Let's talk the ranges. Let's talk ranges, okay? So the range is under 200,000. Yes. Maybe 260, maybe 260, under 300. Let's go there. Maybe under. Definitely under 300. Definitely yeah. under 300, 250 in that range. You stay in that house for at least four to five years. 
Okay. Yes. And most, I think most first time home buyer programs, I think now it's like you said, five years so that you get comfortable being a homeowner and all that comes with being the homeowner. And it's building, like you said, you're building equity. So then you can decide what to do with the equity. Yeah. And I think another thing to look out for is gentrification. When you mm-hmm. see gentrification happening in those areas, you may be in the middle of the projects. Let's just be honest. But don't be surprised when that gentrification starts to happen and things start to change. Okay. Yes. So mm-hmm. then you go in that area. Let's talk about what happens from there. Well, and like I said, for my case, then I purchased that investment property. But another thing that you could do at that time, I debated, okay, am I going to sell the property and take the equity and purchase something else? Or you could move from that. If you have money saved, you can move from that home. I'm on mama mode, by the way. No, we certainly understand. We know what you got to do. Look, when you're home and you're doing things, it's like you say, be quiet, and then everyone just goes and starts. They want to all be involved. They want to all come say hello. I know Rio wants to come say hi and take over the You know how you know she wants to come in. Put mama face on. It's like you go over there and then you come up to the camera. You're like, okay, guys, so what were you saying? I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that mine is about to be 20 years old. Um, so thankful. Um, but like I said, so we could, you could either make that decision. Some people would leave the equity in the house and move. Maybe now you are getting older and you're going to move into something else and you keep that home and rent it out. Yeah. So what a lot of people don't know, and this is really one of my life hacks, just like with anything, even like we talk about in Girls CEO in business, you have to be willing to do the things that other people won't do. And even in finances, you have to be willing to do what maybe your family is telling you, you crazy. I would never do that. Like I tell some of my tax clients, if you got a real situation, maybe you need to get a damn roommate. Yeah. Or like for myself, I'm a single mother and all I have no debt except and I own my home. But when I purchased the home, I was very intentional about the home. I knew that I was a single mother and I wanted to live in a single family neighborhood for my daughter. But I couldn't find that. Okay, maybe I could now afford it. But back then I couldn't afford it by myself. So I purchased a home. It has a three and a half car garage and over top is a one bedroom apartment. When I purchased it, the basement already had a full two bedroom apartment. Wow. So I can be debt free. How much was that house? When I purchased it, it was it was probably like three fifty. But now the home, so if I'm debt free, but now my home makes $3,000 a month, I'm not never leaving that fucking house. Like, I'm never <laughs> leaving that house. And, but they're completely separate. Like my one tenant, if you're good to them, he's been with me since 2005. Imagine how much money he's paid me. Yeah. Or the young lady in the basement. I love her. She even cooks me dinner. She was like, hey, foods, I left your dinner on the steps. If you want dinner, I cook dinner. I love her. But we're completely separate. So if you have a home and you're a single person and you have a contractor, you can build that basement out. You never have to see the people. Shit. You run and make you can charge for a basement apartment. There are people anywhere from twelve hundred to seventeen hundred dollars a month for somebody. But are you talking about you ain't got no damn money? Let's pause real quick because we need to really talk about mindset. Because I think that a lot of people could be doing this, but they are a little too fabulous to have this money. Check my account out versus check your account out. Then tell me how fabulous you want to be. Okay, fuck that. (laughs) So it's about do you want to floss? Do you want to flex? 
or do you want to have this bank account that is at a certain place or do you want to sit there and look like all mine, no one's here, but, or do you want to be a businesswoman and say, I have three tenants downstairs that pay my mortgage times two every single month. So I think that we have to transition the mindset and we have to understand, okay, do we want to be flossing or do we want to be filthy rich and have the income and the, cause that's residual income. That's residual yes. income. Let's just be honest. It's fucking residual income. And so I don't do, I don't do anything. And I take care of them now. Like I said, if something's wrong, I fix it right away. But you know, once you have rental properties, like I have guys like this morning, I text my yard guy, I need the yard done. They go, they do the work and they know I'm going to pay them later. And I tip them well. So I always have one standby, an electrician, a plumber, an HVAC. But once you have your people, it's, you know, you work it out. And thankfully, all of my tenants have continued to work during the pandemic. But even if they didn't, we would we would still be okay. And that's why I said you have to be willing. And now I've always had roommates. I'm fine with it. As long as you're not in my space, I'm fine with it. Like, I like a party. I like a crew. You know, we're good. But you have to be, even if you just did it, like I coached some of my tax clients that are having a situation temporarily, mm-hmm. do it temporarily, even if just for a year to get yourself ahead and stop, like you said, stop worrying about what other people think. This is, and like I had a conversation last night with one of my young entrepreneurs and stop worrying about what the family thinks and the other people think. Cause guess what? And when it comes down friends, to it, and no, they're not going to pay your fucking bills. They're not, they're not giving you bills. no fucking money. So fuck what they think. Dude, like I said, mine has always been because I wanted to be able to send Sid to the best schools. Like I was, I mean, I've been paying for her school since she was in elementary school. Fucking elementary school was $10,000. However, I was committed to my daughter being great and I was willing to sacrifice anything. Even now, as she's still in college, I'm willing to sacrifice anything for her. I don't give a fuck what people think. As long as she can be in the best schools possible and she can be great, then I know when she gets older that I will be on her health insurance and I will be cash happing her. I would send her cash app request. But I think it is the biggest, the biggest thing has to be that mindset where I just want to be free. I want to take care of my daughter. Thankfully, I have a corporate job that just bought me a 2019 car. So, but that was a long-term strategic plan. You know, like my corporate career was chosen and I'm in the industry that cannot fall because of recession. Doing taxes, everybody needs their taxes, whether it's a recession. This, so you have to, with all of this, I think it is thinking long term and people want things to happen so quickly. Like I chose this career 23 years ago. I did taxes eight years ago. So all of these things are very strategic things that are long term. Yeah. And I'm not concerned about the today. My goal is the freedom for me and my daughter and freedom. Now I don't have like we were talking about, like I'm not a bags or a shoe person. If that's your thing, just budget for it. It's fine. But I don't want to do anything that I don't fucking want to do, which is cleaning. So let's rewrap really quick. So we can. Yeah, because y'all know I could talk a mile a minute. Sorry. Another thing that you all will learn about Laura is Laura can talk. If you know Laura, Laura can talk. And I can talk to myself. I can talk to myself for hours. So we, I have to jump in with Laura because she Okay. <laughs> yeah, right, cut so me off. 
So first things first is we have to have the mindset. Let's start there. Second yeah, thing is we have to have our budget in place. All right. Third mm-hmm. thing is we have to transfer our income, whether it's fifty dollars or five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars into an outside savings account. Okay. The next thing you can do is once you get to a certain place, you can start making small investments. Okay. So very small investments into the things that you actually spend your money on, all right? So if you out there buying your Louis Vuitton, your Chanel, or your Coca-Cola, prayerfully, you're not drinking Coca-Colas in 2020, sis, then you want to go invest in that, all right? And then the next thing we want to do is we want to focus on buying our first-time home buyers home because yes. this home will initially become our investment home, all right? Now, sister. Sisters, 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 we are not telling you. I want to make sure I say this. Don't go out here for your first time home buyer's home. Yes. Go get this four, five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred, eight hundred thousand dollar house that has three, four, five thousand dollar mortgage on it. Because you're going to stay in that first time home buyer's house where the mortgage is in the range of probably eight to twelve or eight to fifteen hundred dollars. Okay. Yes. And that is going to be the home that we rent out and that the tenants that are in that home are going to also pay the mortgage on that home and then also contribute towards the actual mortgage at the new home or go into a savings account that we are allowed to grow every single month. So by the end of the month, we are paying her teeth. Paying and, and we're not working so hard. <laughs> we want to work smarter. Not we want to work. Like, I don't want to keep working this hard. Exactly. And then the next thing we're going to do is we are going to act broke. Let, let's just say this one more time. Broke. Yes. <laughs> broke. Let me just spin around on that. All right. We are broke. <laughs> we are acting broke. And the reason why we are acting broke is because when we act broke, we save more. And then people are less likely to ask us for shit. Right? Yes. So we want exactly. to make sure that we are acting growth. The next thing we need to do after we get our rental property that we're actually going to live We are killing it right there. We are killing it. We're killing it. We are killing it. We start to diversify. We start to diversify. Is that what's next or is that your side hustle? Is that maybe personal development? What does the next step look like? Well, and I. Like you said, after all of this, because I'm taking notes to that when we post some snippets of this live, that we got all the notes for everybody, just in case I take good notes. So I think after we've done all that, I'm taking a fucking vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I need a vacation somewhere in there. So, yes, making sure. So we joke about that because Ronnie and I, yes, we do work really, really hard. I mean, you have to be willing to make an investment. You have to be willing to... You know, it is a lot of hours. It's a lot of networking. It's a lot of events. If we ever get back to that, I don't know. However, <laughs> hopefully in there, somewhere in there, we are having fun. because, And that's what people think that I, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, you must work so much. But because of the streams of income that I have, you, it's all kind of at my pace, if that makes sense. You know, most of the things are at your pace. And I think that that's what you think about when creating those side hustles, as we want to call it, or the side money. 
Think about those strategically, because if I'm already giving eight hours to corporate America, yeah. those other streams of income have to be like Ronnie talks about, like digital products, online products, yes. rental income, stock investment income, so that you're not like, I can't leave corporate America and then go somewhere else and work again for somebody another oh, six no. hours in the I evening. Not. I don't think for me, I'm at the place in my life where I can't ever work for someone else again, because I have to just own my time. I'm praying to God that I never have to go back down that journey. But I just can't. I love my freedom. I'm so addicted to freedom. I'm so addicted to flexibility. I'm so addicted to being being able to set my schedule, to pour into people, to help people. I'm so addicted to being able to teach my children ownership that I just don't want that life, right? And I think that we all have to go through the journey because that was my life at one time. Mm -hmm. That was my life at one time. And if that is your life right now, the best thing that I would say to you and the biggest piece of information that I can give you if this is your life right now, I got something in my eyelash. Hold on one second. Oh, perfect. I'm feeling my braids. I, listen, <laughs> yes, I, I, did so I did buy a pixie cut that when my daughter, shout out to my daughter, Amour. Daughter, they look so cute. Amour, my name, she's doing hair. She graduated from cosmetology school next month. But she didn't gave me a little some braids. I'm just over here like this. Every time I talk, I'm like, you are keep flipping them. I'm like, I call this Nicole the nail swing. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, what I was going to say is the biggest piece of advice that I can give you right now is to make sure that you're seeing your job or corporate America as a funding source for your side. Yes. Because right now, your job is the bank. Your job is the thing that's going to fund the business. Your job is giving you the loan, the finances. You're using the money from that nine to five to build your business. One of the things that I see people do, and it's like, I've been there. Can I just be real? And I will say that I've been there. When we are trying to invest, save, budget, uh, really start that side hustle, when we start to see a little bit of money, we're ready to quit that job. We're ready to leave the job. And then you get into the business and you're like, oh shit, I have to pay people to help me. I have to pay a graphic designer to do this. I have to pay a project manager. Oh yeah, don't bring up those graphic designers. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just also say y'all, graphic designers are not cheap. Y'all can go to Fiverr or you can have some real good branding. And that's a whole nother story because we had to get Lord together. Lord's page was rough. Lord, how many pictures did we have to delete off of your Instagram when you started working with me? How many pictures did we delete? 300? Oh, no, it was more than that. I had thousands. I probably had thousands. Uh, <laughs> well, I used to have fun on my page. I used to have fun on my page. But look at my page now, that's though. A whole look at my page now. That page has changed, you guys. So that's a whole nother story, okay? Anyway, what I was saying was you will learn that you're going to need that money to make money. You're going to yes. need that money. So everyone thinks that they start a business and they're like, oh, yeah, they're like, I'm rich. You know, they're blowing money. But what happens is you start this business and you're like, man, I made this money and now I need to spend more money on the business. You start spending so much money on your business that you're like, you might need to get a second job just to fund your business. And I think that's the mistake that a lot of initially in entrepreneurship, you start seeing that extra money and like, oh, my business. And like you said, we're flashing the money. 
and forgetting like with my tax business, most of the money that I've made in that business, because I have a long term plan, like, you know, I want Sydney to be out of college and taking care of me. And then I can transition. Then I can transition because I could probably leave and sustain myself with the tax business, the salon, the rental income. Like generally, I don't have bills, so I probably could. However, I still, you know, okay, I like my five weeks paid vacation. I like that company car. I like that six percent match. So it's and I like what I do. It's all about right. And I and because and we'll take that back because I am very fortunate that I work with a great company. I have a great boss. Like I can tell him. Okay, I'm off today because I had a hangover yesterday. You know what I mean? So it's very, you know, if you live in, if you're in corporate America where you hate the people you work with, then yeah, you want to get out. But like my corporate job, I love what I do. I love the people I work. I love the integrity of the company I work for. So I can be here long term. But I think where we all make the mistake is we make the money and want to spend the money and forget to invest it back in the business and invest in ourselves. Just like Ronnie said. Me working with her, I knew that the challenges that I had, like I'm not a very good group person. Yeah, I'm not a very good group person. So I am in some groups, but I need a more one-on-one, which is an investment in me and my business. And I think that people make that mistake of not taking that initial money you make and invest back in the business to grow the business and make it better than it was. And then for more for six months. And when I tell you all, it was the most interesting six months of my life. And we ended, she started in the group, but then I had to do one-on-one coaching with her to help her get her brand together. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We went through a physical makeover. We went through an online makeover. We did a hair. The hair is about the way. Yeah, this hair. doesn't count right now. This doesn't count right now. Quarantine. You go back to the old pictures. We did everything. I mean, branding from the looks to the internet. Guys, Laura is a hoot. Okay. But I love her energy. I love working with her. It was just. It's a game changer. Okay. It was a game Right. Because now look, and that's why I said it was the first mindset to say. And that's why I think for everyone in business, like you and I talked about, you have to know what you're good at. Like I'm very good at numbers and credit and money, but I wasn't good necessarily at social media. And we yeah. know nowadays that's where most of our business transactions come from yeah. is social media. So when I realized, okay, let me stop playing. Now, first it was my mindset because Ronnie had told me already 10 times or a thousand times. And I knew myself, I needed to change my page and change my look and be serious. But it was the mindset change and then saying, okay, so things that I do not know how to do well, you need to work with people who do that part well. Just like if you have a great business and you're one here now, you have a great business but you're not good with money or you don't know about taxes, they have to hire a tax professional to help you do that shit. You know, so we have to stop trying to be, because that was me in my first several years of business, you know, just thinking I could Google everything. And Tiff talked about it last night on her live. We think that we can Google everything. We think that we can get away with creating dumb shit on our phone. We think that we could just talk to friends, get information from friends. And then you find out once you start spending some money to get experts on your team, yeah. then your business begins to flourish even because more. You lose money. You lose money. Here's what I will say. Before, before, mm. I want to say this. 
you will lose more money you will lose more money working with a rookie and trying to be cheap how many of you all have lost money look invite two friends to this because they need to listen to this how many of you all have lost money you will lose more money trying to be cheap and trying to save for your business and hiring rookie people whoever's offering you the discount because what happens is you're going to have to get it redone five times. So the money yes. that you're going to spend, you should have just invested in the right person who may charge a little more, but it's going to give you quality 100%. I yes. have learned that the hard way. All right. So mm-hmm. guys, we're going to wrap up. Thanks for joining us, Laura. Thank you, Ronnie, for Go having check me. Check out Laura's Instagram <laughs> at Laura. What is it? I am Laura Foos. I'm Laura Foos. It's at the top. So you can save this live so that yes, you can record some snippets out on the Girl Feel IGTV. Uh, go okay. check out Laura. Every week, we're going to start doing these. We're working on it. We just love our Girl CL 2.0 community. If you all okay. have not become a member of the Girl CL community, get your ass inside of here because you're missing yes. you out. Laura, one thing, if you could say one thing about the community that changed your life, what would it be? Because the ladies in there are so <laughs> fucking supportive. Like, and some of them are on here now. Like, they share my stuff, like, every day, every other day. Like, there's a group of women who, like, whoever told you that women do not support women, yes. they're they not a part of our crew. You're because not a part these of women in this group, they are so supportive, whether it be hyping me up in the comments or a DM or sharing something. And I think that's huge because you feel like you're all alone in this entrepreneur journey sometimes. So to be in a community of supportive women where we can like share ideas and share information is so, so, so helpful. Yeah. Yes. So ladies, you can go to joingirlco.com right now. The first 30 days is free. It's on me, sis. I got you, right? I know you're a little <laughs> nervous. You might be on the fence. First 30 days is free. Go check us out. Get inside of this community. Start connecting with other ambitious women. Make sure you go check out Laura. And if you need your taxes done, she can help you in that area. Um, yep, we're also launching a budgeting and finance course that I'm helping her do, and we are waiting for her to get that done. So that's something else she will have for you all to check out soon. So thanks for tuning in. What else? Did I forget anything? Oh, one more thing. We have changed the date to the conference to October the 17th. Prayerfully, <laughs> nothing right. is. But as of right now, October the seventeenth is the date of our Girl CEO conference. If you haven't yes. gotten your tickets, go to Girl. I got my VIP ticket. <laughs> Laura, is Laura will be the VIP. Laura will be yes. the VIP. Um, but like I said, most importantly, get involved in the community. Join GirlCEO.com. The link is in our bio. We have a weekly challenge that we are starting. It's going to be a game changer. All of the courses and masterclasses are now at your fingertips. You also have the ability to connect with other women in your area. Um, our community will link you with people based on where you are located, who are a part of our yes, CEO community. So I'm so excited about that. Thank you so much, Laura. Thank you, Maria. I know I miss y'all. I cannot wait till we have another pizza day. I know. (laughs) Okay. Love y'all. See you soon. Bye, Laura. Bye.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive and that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans. Like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secured Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details.